This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to The Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today I'm fired up, man. If you know me, I like golf. This guy I'm talking to likes golf, and we're going to talk a little mindset. We're going to talk about some opportunity. I got Chef Michael Parks. Michael, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on your show, man. Absolutely. I came across you uh, through social media. I was reading an article and all this stuff that you were doing. You had a, a nice couple of weeks here. Yeah, man. I was out on the – been out with DJ and the boys, man. We've been out on the tour. Almost won the Houston Open and um, showed up at the Masters hungry for a win, and he came through for us, man. That's awesome. So those who may not know golf like Chef Michael and I here, so DJ Dustin Johnson, for those of you that may or may not know, won the Masters a couple weeks ago. I guess it would be a week ago, uh, just a couple days ago. So he's yeah. about, about nine days in and winning the Masters, his first one ever. Grew up about 90 miles from Augusta, Georgia, where the Masters is at, and at Augusta National. And uh, an amazing week, but you were the guy that the Johnson family hires. You, you've helped him through COVID. You helped him on tour. You've helped him with his diet. You've helped him exactly what your book is going to be about that's coming out next year is how to fuel a champion. Yes, so, sir. man, I got lots of questions, but just kind of what, what's made you the man you are today? Because you don't just, again, wake up and uh, start, you know, feeding a, a, a Masters champion. Well, I, I actually didn't start off in the food field. I was actually in the, in the sales field. I was a sales executive for a while. And, uh, you know, I've always been an athlete, come from a family of, family of athletes. Um, it came um, when I was leaving corporate America. My nephew was playing at University of Georgia okay. and All-American Safety. And um, he uh, was asking me about his diet because he felt like he was a little bit too big and and wasn't doing so well. And I, at that time, I was transitioning into the culinary world. And that's when I took the, uh, you know, the, the passion of fueling diets for people. Because, you know, I'm still an athlete myself. I golf, yep. I work out every single day, run, all this other stuff. And, you know, I was, I'm getting older. The older we get, you know, that, that stuff weighs on you. So, you know, I figured, um, why not try these different diets out and see what I could do? And I started out with him and a couple other boys at Georgia, and it worked out well uh, for gaining weight for some and maintaining weight for others and losing weight for some, and it, and it was pretty successful. So I carried on, and that's something I wanted to do. Stayed in the country club field um, with this chef thing and um, decided I needed to take it to the next level, man. And that's I just awesome. – just always hungry for more, you know. I, I was never been the type that just, you know, uh, people get to talking to me about, hey, man, you know, tell me about yourself. And about 10 minutes in, they like, whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me <laughs> everything. Because I jump around, they're like, you did this, 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 and this, because I never could. Once, it was like this. 
every field that I, I, I've been in, I've climbed my way to the top, right? Just naturally and just that natural born leader aspect of myself, I guess. And then, you know, I did it and everything I did. And then once I got to the to the country club level, I was like, you know, I was doing a lot of country clubs. I started a um, I started a business of rehabbing country clubs. I go into all over the country. man. I did about three or four hundred of them, man. Go in, uh, fix them up and everything. And that's how I kind of ran into DJ's agent. I was doing a club in Dallas and I ran into this guy and he was like, hey, man, um, you know, I got a, I got a guy that uh, that I need a private chef for. Um, are, uh, do you, are you interested? Because I had a, at that time, the company I had, I had a bunch of chefs that I would, uh, contract out to celebrities, to, um, other athletes or what, what may have you, depending on what their diet or whatever, uh, yeah. needed per se. And I was like, yeah, I got somebody for you. I personally won't do it. Cause I'm not into all that traveling. I'm not into all that. My wife would kill me if I go back on the road type <laughs> thing. And he was like, well, I didn't tell you who it was. I was like, it doesn't matter. I'll find somebody for you. Just, just let me know who it is, what you need, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Then he told me who it was. And I was like, huh. I was like, I think I want, because I was a fan of Dustin's, you know? Right. And I was like, I think I might, I can possibly handle this. All of a sudden there's an opening. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I called my wife up and I was like, hey, babe, do you think, I explained to her, she doesn't know a lot about golf. She just knows that she thinks, I love golf more than I love her. That's the only thing she knows about <laughs> golf. <laughs> You're gone for nine hours on a Saturday? Yeah. Well, tomorrow I'll be gone for a while, but yeah. which I haven't told her yet. But anyway, <laughs> she uh, she's great, though. But, you know, uh, so she she was like – she's always been supportive and, you know, because she knows I, ch- I, I, I jump industries like crazy. And it's so funny that once I got in here the first year, we were like, hey, man, uh, it was tough because he didn't win and he was – in dealing with that injury and everything. But anyway, I decided to take the job. But the first year is real fun. I'm jumping. I jump around a lot. I have ADD like crazy. That's all and, good. We'll get along. And and so the first year before his win in Connecticut, he was like, I was like, man, I thought I was going to have to, I was going to quit. I was literally talking about leaving this year because I was like, hey, man, this dude ain't winning. I was like, I feel like it's me, you know, putting all the pressure on myself when I'm not hitting the club or anything. Right. I'm just fueling the man's diet. So after Connecticut, we talked, we literally for our first real conversation, because, you know, he's even on the road together. He's not much for a lot of words, you know, just do what you do, what you're here to do. I'll do what I'm here to do. And then we'll go home and be with our families. You know, that's pretty much how we are on the road. We have our good times, bad times. But anyway, after that win in Connecticut, he looked at me and he was and I told him that I was like, man, I really was going to like leave at the end of the year because if you wasn't going to win nothing, he was like, well, hell, I was thinking about firing you if, you, if I didn't win. <laughs> so That's we great. both started laughing. And then we, then we, uh, because the first year, you know, it was me getting to know his diet, to be honest with you, because, you know, I would see him come in and he'd be tired. And I'm like, man, you know, I have this stuff here that that's good for you. But, you know, trying to change uh, old habits are hard for even uh, these pro athletes. It's really hard because right. they have systems and they believe that if they don't do something every single day, they ain't going to play the same way they played yesterday. Yep. And that's, and you know, so we had a good talk and I was like, let me take care of the food. You don't have to worry about the food. Let me just make, just let me know how you're feeling when you come home, just try it out and, and, and take what I give you and um, see if this refuels you and, and it keeps you going and it keeps you energized throughout the day. So you're not tired and fatigued near the end of your round. And that's where he was coming up slipping at you, you know, mm. these last for the, over the last, 
six months, last six, seven months, his energy at the end of the rounds has been insane. It's been way different than it has been from the last few years. Okay. That's incredible. So yeah, we have I have a couple little uh little things that I that I make for him now that he takes out there that refuels him. I even actually take it out on the course where I when when I when I go play and when I'm out there with the guys, every single one of them, hey man, you got that uh their juices. And it what it does is just re refuels uh their, you know, special juices, of course. That refuels your uh, put all the, your your micronutrients back into your body and fuels you up. You feel it going through your body immediately, energized immediately. Mm. And it's. And I suppose crazy. we got to buy the book for that. Or are you gonna you gonna give us a little secret? No, no, man. No, you know, you know, Dustin's gonna tell you to crazy. keep your mouth shut because you don't want to win the Masters in April. You gotta keep a secret safe. It's, it's funny thing. I had Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman. He's also a tour player. He called me yesterday, was it yesterday, the day before yesterday. He was, sent me a t- actually sent me a text. Say, hey, man, what are you doing? What are you fueling him with? Because he he noticed him and another guy noticed. It was like, hey, what are you fueling this guy with, man? He's looking better at the end of these rounds. What are you doing? And I was like, you can set up a consultation, whatever you want. If you want, <laughs> you want to talk about diets and stuff, I'm, I'm gay. So I have an appointment with him next week. So nice. Well, good luck. <laughs> yeah. So that's you on all the champions. Yeah, I'm trying to, man. Trying. So, so walk us through that, you know, from a, and we'll talk a lot about a lot of different stuff, but you know, I'm just picturing, uh, I'm assuming he's in a house, you know, there on, on the grounds there to the masters somewhere around there and all those houses yep. they have. And, and so you're coming in that morning, I assume you're, you're staying in another house or a hotel somewhere you come in, he's got all the stuff there in the house right? That you've basically put in there, I assume. And then you yeah. just get in there, you get to work, you're cooking him and probably his you know, family and Wayne Gretzky, whoever else is all staying there. Yeah. You're getting in there, you're cooking them breakfast, but you're also cooking him stuff throughout the day to keep him fueled. Is that, is that yeah. kind of how that process works? Well, I, we all stay together. Uh, usually when the families and everybody don't come, it's just a team. It's usually okay. five of us, four or five of us, uh, Joey, AJ, him, uh, Claude, and uh, sometimes Marnus or um, this other guy, they're uh, physio guys. Okay. And when the family stays, uh, which is – this is actually the second time I think they've stayed. They, they've come to a tournament. Uh, and usually I – first thing we do, as soon as I get off the plane, they're getting their rental car. They're going to get tested. I get in my rental car. I'm going straight to the store. Load up. Get there, depending on what time it is. Then I start preparing everything. I, I, I try to stay two days ahead of time. Um, it's it's hard because I don't know what I make every day. Is, it, it, there's no meal. There's no right. plan. It's like, how you feeling? What your body feels like? Because a lot of people don't eat how their body tells them to eat. And that's one of the <laughs> biggest problems that uh, with a lot of diets and people try to stay on these diets. And I'm not a big believer in diets myself. I just believe in eating clean and exercising. That's all you got to do. And, you know other little things but you know tell me how you feeling um you know if you're feeling a little lethargic you know you got around tomorrow we'll probably do a little pasta to get more carbs in you so i, I always ask him how he feels before dinner time because i always have stuff prepared i have three meals prepared ahead kind of like ahead that i can just sear them you know as a professional chef it'll take me 15 minutes to to make 15 20 minutes to make a meal for 10, about five to 10 guys. Wow. Play so that it. deal's already made. So he's coming in after a round on whatever, yeah. a Wednesday after a practice round and saying, hey, I'm feeling like X. Yeah. Well, then you know the math problem is and we're going to have option number two. Exactly. That's when I'll put the whole menu together for the, for, that, for the next day, for Thursday. So Thursday is his play day, depending if he's playing in the morning or afternoon. If he's playing in the morning, we'll go breakfast 
some if he's playing early, we'll go breakfast five, maybe four thirty, five o'clock. Then he gets a workout in, comes back from the workout. He usually likes to get to the course two hours ahead of time before uh, he tees off. Uh, we'll do a light meal depending if it's his tea time's like eleven. We usually do something light like a juice or uh, or you know. Uh, protein bar or you know just something light he doesn't like to be okay. too heavy before he goes and plays yeah uh, and we always send him off with almond butter and uh jam sandwiches that's that's a thing but i don't so find literally you're almond- taking two pieces of bread and then you're putting almond butter and then like some jelly or something on it yeah but real thin like this uh it's called a. it's a, it's a everything we eat is is we eat nothing white if it ain't okay. dark brown or uh pumpernickel dark it's we're not eating it whether it's whatever it is the only thing white that we kind of eat is cauliflower and that's kind of like our mashed potatoes when we want mashed potatoes we'll mix yeah. that i'll mix that with a little bit of uh, sweet potatoes and we'll do a, a nice mash and it's real nice and thick and you know that's about the only thing but everything else okay. is really really clean man we he's probably when i first took this thing on i was like this is going to be easy because i don't have to change you to too much stuff because you eat clean already you know, right. he knows, you know, he knows what's what 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 his body needs and it kind of made it easy for me. But, you know, he was kind of, you know, I need some flavor. Right? You know, I don't want no bland, you know, because a lot of these, you know, you think of world class athletes, you're thinking vegetables, protein, no right. salt, no pepper. But that's not the case. You know, you got to eat. And if you, you know, salt and pepper is not going to kill you, especially if you're a, right. a high performance athlete, it's actually going to help you. Um, but that's pretty much what we do, man. We, we clean salt and pepper is pretty much the seasoning that we use, olive oil, and, you know, I make everything else right. I mean, you know, it's pretty simple. That's awesome. Yeah. So what, what's that Monday or that, that Sunday morning? You know, he comes in, he's got, at that point, what was that, like a three, what do you have, a three-shot lead, something like that? Let me tell you like this. Nobody knows this. All right. Sunday morning. So I watch everything. I see how the – I know how he's going to play before he walks out that door. I know hmm. what kind of day he's going to have, how he eats, how just just how he walks, just 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 everything. I'm the first one to see him and the last one to see him walk out that door. All right. So we have this little ritual. But that Sunday, me and Wayne both were like, oh, shit. <laughs> we, so but he had nerves going through. He didn't eat. He tried to eat. He couldn't swallow. He had no saliva. He was that nervous that morning. And he was up early. Uh-huh. He, was, he was extremely nervous, man. But, uh, of course, he never shows it. And no. then he was telling me, we were on the plane on the way back, and we were just all laughing. And he was like, man, I'm starving. I was like, dude, you didn't eat anything? He's like, every time I put something in my mouth, I had to spit it out because it turned into, like, bark. <laughs> because I had no saliva in my mouth. Are you going to vomit or choke to death? <laughs> yes. He was like, I was so nervous all day long. But, you know... But I did it, you know, and it was just it was real cool, man. It was a real cool experience. But that morning he was he was he was nervous, man. And it makes me feel better about myself. I thought you were going to say he got up and had this amazing breakfast and was relaxed. Oh, no, we're there. He's human. Everybody thinks he's not human, man. But that guy, the guy is a machine and he just he just knows how to handle himself on and off the course. And, you know, he keeps it strictly professional, man. And a lot of people beat him up for that, man. But I applaud him to death of that because I I see a lot of guys out there, man, they choke and they can choke. But if he chokes, you ain't going to know he's choking. You know, no, no, I think you saw the emotions, right? I mean, hell, the dude couldn't even talk. And you think for me. It just showed how much it really, really meant to him, right? Yeah. We put these guys on a pedestal sometimes. I know as in, in, you do it in the business world, right? You look at an athlete or a 
high-end business person, you think they're different, and they're yeah. not. Nah. And he put he put his pants on the same way we all did, one leg at a time that morning, and he just happened to go out and play yeah. for the Masters. Yeah, and he and he got it done, man. And I remember before we even got to the Masters, man, he was like he 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 knew he was gonna win it. He he just he just it, 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 I don't know what happened after in Connecticut, man. Something changed with us in Connecticut as a team. I, I just don't know how to describe the like the tournaments before that, but something happened. And when was Connecticut? Uh, what month was that? Uh, I want to say July, maybe. Okay. June, July, something like that. And then I, he got COVID like in what? September? October? Last month. He got COVID. Yeah, last okay. month. It was last month he got COVID. Yeah. And that was that was huge too. I was I was I was actually headed to Vegas. And when I was headed to Vegas, they called me and like, hey man, don't come. I was like, what happened? And they told me he tested positive. And I was like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. So I didn't even have to go out there. And I just had a few extra weeks off, but I was calling him, seeing how he was doing. He was telling me about his food intake and everything and some stuff he had to push down and he couldn't hold. But when I got a hold of him after COVID, he was weak, man. I mean, he could, it, he was, I'm surprised. I can't say that, but I'm surprised in Houston, he 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 completed that that tournament. Yeah. He was he was tired, man, and he was he was tired. And when you're tired and have that kind of fatigue, man, I mean, you know, kind of messes with you mentally. Don't know if you, yeah. can that, you know, but you know, I think you know, I think what happened in Houston was the fans. When those when I guarantee those fans out there is what pushed them to the to the brink of playing that whole <laughs> entire tournament and almost winning it. So yeah. Yeah. that's incredible. Hope we get those fans back sooner rather than later, man. I know they feed off of it. It looks. I don't know. Were you able to walk around uh, yeah, in the tournament? I get it. I get time. I mean, this year we had uh, opportunities, man. But I'm not. I've done it. I've been. I've done it, and it's just you know, it's hard for me to watch him play with no fans because I'm a little loud and I cuss a lot. And if he's playing <laughs> bad, dude, it's not a good look for me, man. Yeah, really. right. yeah. Who he the knows. heck is that guy? Oh, that's just DJ Chef over there, acting like an idiot behind the trees. Hey, I, you have no idea. I've been uh, – last year was really tough. And me and Joey – actually, Joey can't go out either. We just – me and Joey D, we both just lose our minds when we're out there. If we're watching him and he's playing bad, we just right. can't do it. So we just don't even go at all. Uh, we do. We go near the end, like he's in the winning or something like that this year that we did. Uh, other than that, we just – I can't do it, man. I just yeah, hard. I'm getting too old for this, man. So when did you uh, when did you get to first see him or give him a big hug or shake his hand, whatever you got to do? Directly after it, right after it, uh, we were there. I went and picked up AJ because AJ wanted to come on because he it, it, DJ was going to be there for a few hours doing interviews and everything. And we were right across the street from uh, directly across the street from Azalea. We were on Azalea Lane. Okay, we were directly across the street, like literally walking distance, and. Uh, AJ had the bag. He's like, hey, man, can you come get me, man? He was like, please drive down here and get me. And I was headed down there to get him. And then it was fans all out there because they saw him with the bag and who he was. And he didn't even – I had to, like – we had to jump in the car. He signed a few autographs or whatever. But we jumped in the car and uh, took off and headed back to the house. And then people were all standing outside the house. It was wow. it was pretty cool, man. It was, it, was, it, was, it was surreal because when we were in there – it was me, it was Wayne, uh, Ms. Janet, uh, a couple Wayne's sons and some other guys. And just listening to him talk, man, it was just – and then when AJ started crying, we all just lost it, man. We, <laughs> and they had to – actually, I was te texting AJ, and I got the text, and I was like, 
as I'm watching you cry on TV, and he didn't even know when he got home. He's like, they got me on TV crying, and we showed him. He was like, shit, <laughs> yep. man. He was like, he was like, I'm gangster, you know, 75 percent of the day, but you caught me on that one percent of the day. That you know, because <laughs> you know everybody tries to, you know, you know, you see, you know how they do. They try to hold yeah, their yeah. in and try to be. But that was huge for them, man. Just listening oh, to them talk about it afterwards, how they did it. And when we were kids, we were dreaming about this. I'm getting chills. I'm, I'm getting chills all over. It, it was just real cool just listening to them to appreciate where they were after it was over. We were in the house and um, getting ready to head to the airport. And it was just – it was real cool, man. It the last cool. question about this, and we'll move on to some other stuff. What's that plane ride like? That's your buddy just wins the match. And where'd you fly to? Did you fly back to California or where did no, you fly we to? No, we flew straight to uh, – because he lives he, – we flew straight to Palm Beach. He lives in Jupiter. Okay, yeah. So we flew straight to Palm Beach, and I don't remember landing. I don't remember <laughs> much. I'm not, I don't drink at all. I'm not a big drinker. And I had a, they bottles of champagne was on the plane, and we – I don't know. I lost count, and, and then I was – next thing I know, I was at the hotel and – Cause I didn't make it home. I actually had yeah. to scare my wife with had COVID, so I had to stay at a hotel up there for a couple of days until she got her results back. So, right. yeah. But it was that's awesome. It was pretty cool. We actually had a. We didn't have enough room on the plane. We had extra people on the plane because he won. That we had about. We went there with five people. We ended up going home with fourteen people. So. Oh gosh. Bags didn't show up. Uh, you know, bags couldn't make it on the plane. Actually, we didn't have enough. It was just, it was fun, man. It was a nice guy for private planes. Yeah, yeah. That's I tell you what, that's about the best perk I got going on here in this in this, oh, in, this, in this in this thing here. Besides playing all those cool courses. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool, man. So, what what are you learning from you know not only just uh, from DJ, but just other people you've been around and, and other you know whether it's business or sports, entertainment. I mean, there, there's something that different, differentiates that top 1%. Wouldn't you agree? And, and if yeah. so, what, what do you think it is? It's the drive, man, of, you know, how can I say? I, I tried to explain this to my wife. I'm not, a, I'm not really good at this, but let's see if I can put it in words. It's the drive that these people have, okay, that these guys have that I've been around. Mostly all the successful guys, right? Because uh, I probably chef for a couple billionaire guys as well. Uh, and, you know – and in these high-end country clubs I've been in and just sitting down talking with all these guys, friends with a lot of them. And it's just their drive, man, of not giving up and always, you know, something shuts down. Okay, I got to find another solution. How am I going to get this? You know, how am I going to get this deal done? Or how am I going to uh, win this tournament? Or how am I going to, you know, how am I going to make my team better? Whatever it may be. It's the drive that these guys have and the ambition that these people have, man. And it's and that's something that I've I, I gotta say I've learned. And it's just don't give up because just like in golf, man, you know, you you tee off, you might go in the woods, your buddy tee off right down the middle, but you can finish with a five. He might stroke it out of bounds or something, but you just can't give up. Right. He might finish with a nine, you're gonna finish with a six, and you was out of bounds first, and you, right. he was over there licking his chops. Yep. So you never know if you if you don't finish. So finish what you start, and the su- success is, is is how far you want to take it. That's right. You know. Yeah, um, yeah you I think know? You're, you're totally right. I mean, I think it, it's also maybe that focus. You know, when I look at the successful people, I have the pleasure of interviewing every week, and then you know, from our own advisors to our own clients and people in the community, it's it's amazing how the the most successful number one can bounce back from defeat like like really quickly, yeah. and then number two 
the power to focus and say no to things that may not impact me winning the masters or winning yeah. that, that deal. Right. Yeah. 100%. That, that focus is, ah, I'll tell you about focus. I know if this guy's focused or not. If he, if I ask him, Hey man, what you want for dinner tonight? And he's sitting there and don't answer me. I know he's going to have a good day, good day because he's, that's when, when I know that that man is focused that I'm working with there because he just spaces out and he, I don't know where he goes, but he just is blank. And we're just, and you know, we're at the first, I, I would look at like Joey and the other guys like, okay, is this dude just going to ignore me like this or what? You know, right. like, right. what's up? And then, and then I, I gained to learn myself, hey man, this guy, this is how he, this is where he goes into his place. It's usually before or after a round. What do you think, think about – sorry, no, keep going, keep going. I think it's more of him playing his shots. I, this is what I personally think, playing his shots out before he's hitting them type deal or like afterwards when he's like that or what he missed up or what he messed up on because he'll snap right back out of it and ask the question, answer the question that I asked him 10 minutes ago, which wow. blows me away. Blows yeah. me away. So, yeah. What do you think, though, that's also wouldn't – you, wouldn't you agree that's trust, though, too? Right? I mean, he, he didn't – He's not there to decide necessarily what he wants to eat. That's what he's paying you to do. Oh, 100%. Right? And he's paid to go hit the golf shots. And so I yeah. think what I learned from that is trust the team around you. So, again, if I'm in the business world because we're not all playing the Masters, I've got to have my team in place, trust that team to get the job done that they were hired to do. 100%. I mean, that I, I, I didn't say nothing like that because that's one of the first things that, you know, you do. everybody does do their job and we should we, – there's no way we can fail. Yep. You know, so yep. yeah, one hundred percent. I remember AJ forgot his glasses. Lord have mercy. Why did he do that? That's when I first. That's when he made. That's the first time I heard that comment. You know, hey man, this is your job, man. It's part of your job. Hey, everybody right. do their job. We we all be successful. You can't be successful without. No, it was a uh, not his glass, a protractor or something that they were okay. trying to read the winds or something like that. Which when I learned all that, man, that just what AJ does, man. I gotta tell you, man. And for those that don't know, AJ is DJ's brother. Yeah, and that's his caddy. Yeah, and his caddy. And those caddies, man, that's a hard job, man. Yeah. The, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want the job at all. Yeah. Well, I, I, let's talk about that for a second. Another thing I learned by watching them is 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 you got to have a process. I keep saying these same things over and over, but if I'm in the boardroom or I'm in my office right here, I got to have the same process every time. Yeah. And to the point where I was like, man. Dude's got like a one and a half foot putt and it looks straight uphill. And what's his brother do? AJ goes, stands between the ball. Dustin goes over there, looks back at it. I'm like, seriously, I mean, just tap the damn thing in. But it's a passion for that process. Dude, we clowned him so hard after that. <laughs> He's like, I was like, dude, what the hell was you doing? I was like, what'd you do? Just wanted some extra TV time or something? It's like, what are you doing? And what you just said, hey, man, we got to trust the process. Yeah. And I was, I shut the hell up. I was like, do what you do. I will never question nothing else yeah. that you do. And that's you. You do you. And, and if you notice as well, when, when he, when AJ started helping him out and they started congelling a little bit more, that's when the success started. I saw, I saw things start changing as well. And there yeah. was a couple other things that I, you know, I can't say, I will not say that also made that change, but it was all had to do with that same same situation, but it was, you know, went into a different way, but it was necessary. And I was like, okay, yeah. now I felt like I was in a team because that was the first friction, you know, yeah. it was yeah. no, never any friction. Everybody was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, whatever. And then, 
you know, things got serious. And then when things got serious, everybody got serious and everybody took it to heart and everybody, and we just all became, like we said, we all became champions. I mean, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the focus, it, I couldn't even, I told my wife, I was like, I can't even believe how I'm changing my focus, even though, you know, I'm humble to the utmost. And I feel like, you know, what I'm doing is not much of anything. I'm just making sure these guys are fueled right. And they, you know, they, they, they can go out there and function, but she's like, nah, man, like your process of what you're doing. Like if you put this in front of somebody else and on a piece of paper, not no other chef is not, not going to know what to do with this or right. nobody else is not going to, you have a process too, you know? And I yeah, hear that. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, and that's what I was talking about earlier is your team, right? You got yeah. the best. And I think it's amazing that, you know, we talk about in the business world, guys that have business coaches, guys, gals that have business coaches and the best in the world, right? DJ is the number one golfer in the world, but yet he's got a swing coach. So yeah. I say to our listeners out there, right? Whatever that area is that you may need help in, don't have the pride or the ego or whatever it may be to not think you need help. Right. We all need help. I've had a business coach, um, you know, for probably gosh, 12 years. Um, and it's worked amazing wonders on, on what I've done with my life. But you got to be able to say, okay, I need help and I'm going to go yep. get it. And these guys get help. He's got Claude Harmon the third. Yep. Dad's Butch Harmon. Obviously, yep. they come from, you know, unbelievable uh, ranks from golf. But DJ, the number one golfer in the world, hires a coach. Yep. And that's his coach. That's his guy. Right. Claude's, a, right. Claude's a good man. Well, that's good. good. We'll get him on the podcast, too. Um, <laughs> I love that. You'll love Claude. <laughs> he's at, uh, I think my buddies are at the Floridian right now golfing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually tomorrow, no, not, what's, this is not this week. Next, next Wednesday. I'm up there for a lesson when he get no, before he goes to Mexico, I'm going okay. up there for a lesson. I got to go up there. He's been helping me with my short game, so I'm trying to tighten uh, up. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very good. Yeah, my buddy's a member down there, and uh, I know he's down there quite a bit. A lot of those guys are golfing there. So um, so let's talk about when we're not winning the Masters and, and we're not playing well, right? We go out and we shoot a whatever for those guys in the world. They shoot 72, 73, and they're mad about it. Yeah. What are you seeing that may be different in DJ or others that, that the rest of us aren't doing? Nothing. Nothing changes. Just it, It's just it, – <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly <laughs> – we we sometimes wonder, did he lose? Is he did he just shoot a 72 or 73? Because he's acting like he shot a 62, you know? Mm-hmm. So you never you you don't know and nothing really changes. Uh, I mean the attitude doesn't change. I gotta be honest with you, man. It's just like him shooting a 62 yeah. and shooting a 74. You don't it, it, nothing changes. Maybe he might come home and take that shirt off and throw it in the trash or the shoes or something like that. And he won't right. wear that again. But other than that, it's like, you know, he never blames nobody on the team. He never blames anybody. He's like, damn, I played like shit today or, yeah. or, you know, always on him. You know, if he, if he played bad, it's on him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's not because, you know, it, yeah, that's pretty My much. My ADD does kick in here on this stuff. Other than like the masters type shirt, you're going to keep forever, but. They keep those shirts and like they just go in the normal closet at home, like when they wear those clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, some of them they do. Yeah. yeah. Some of them he just he'll just lay there and like, hey man, you want you know, uh anybody want this? I have some kids that like, you know, that uh, that some junior golfers that I that I like kind of like mentor or whatever up yeah. in Atlanta. And I'll send them the shirts or something, he'll sign them or something like that. I'll send them to them or what have you. Um uh, but most of the time, if he's playing bad. Them shirts is that's it's a wrap. <laughs> We're done. 
We'll get a new one next week. Get a new one next week. But yeah, yeah you really, honestly, man, I gotta, you know, you know, not, you know, not fluffing it up or nothing, man. But you know, you, you just don't know. You just, yes, yeah. he, he just, he is. I don't. Me personally, I would lose it. I, yeah. I, we're we're amateur golfers. If I shoot an eighty-five, I, I'm losing my mind. Right. And you know, I'm a ten because I I re- rarely shoot over eighty-two. You know, that's that's my limit. And I shoot 85, 86, I'm cussing and throwing stuff. And he's like, right. you know, we'll come home from if we're on the road. How'd you play, chef? Tell him I play, man. I suck, blah, blah, blah. Would you shoot? Tell him that. Then he's like, man, what you all upset for? You can play again tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, it, it's just like, so that's how he takes it, too. He'll like, you know, I, I, I got work to do. When he starts saying he got work to do, he, he didn't play well the, the day before. And he'll go out there and he'll fix it. Yeah, well, last- funny, I've had uh, I've, you know got a couple of buddies that are pitchers in the big leagues, and you know they talk about that too. That you know when they played, it was short term memory. Give up a home yeah. run last night to lose the game, but then you get called out of the bullpen tomorrow. You can't be thinking about last night. No different. He can't be thinking about his seventy three. Nah. He's got to go out and you know yeah. reapply and uh, and be ready to rock. Now I have seen a lot of those guys. A lot of those guys on tour is not as headstrong as him, and is talking to quite a few of them. And you know, I, I do sneak food to a few other ones too. They be asking me, "Hey man, can you make me that burger, or can you do this or do that?" And I I have done that quite a few times actually. Uh, <laughs> actually, on Tuesday nights we got a, a the tailor made guys, all kind of guys. They all everybody wants to come eat at our house now. That's like, awesome. It's it's pretty cool because I'll go I'll do some crazy things on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and we get like a host of people on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But so that's yeah, the tailor guys. guys. That's Rory and Tiger and uh, all sorts of people. Oh, it's all kind of guys. Uh, Rom, uh, yeah, Fiam, yeah. all those guys. Patrick Harrington saw him in Houston. He came over for dinner in Houston with some tailor made guy. He's a really funny guy, man. Oh my that's God, awesome. that guy's funny. That's awesome. So, yeah. what 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 advice would you give us? That again, we don't have. You know, I'm not going to hire a personal chef tomorrow. Um, but what advice would you give us that we want to we want to be at peak performance in our personal life, our business life? What advice would you give? I just and when I say this, and I hate this word myself, but I, I'm gonna say it. But you got to eat clean, man. And when I say eat clean, just just you know, stay away from everything that's white. And when I say that, I mean potatoes. Uh, uh, bread. Uh, so the dough and the pizza that I may order tonight uh, with my kids to watch the cauliflower. The cauliflower dough. You won't even know <laughs> the cauliflower crust. It's fantastic. You wouldn't even know. So you know, like I tell my guys <laughs> and I tell people that want to that don't want to eat their vegetables and don't want to change, like Claude. I, I I have to juice his vegetables. I won't let people sit down at my table. And this is serious at the house. You ain't eating vegetables. You can't sit here and eat with, with, with us. We're men. If you, can't, if, you, if, you, if you can't eat vegetables and you're going to cry about it, then go over there, okay? I'll juice you some, I'll juice you some spinach, okay, buddy? But, you, yeah. you know, you, you, it, what I say is food is fuel. That, that, that's how you got to look at it. If you look yeah. at it any other way, you're not going to – your body's not going to be right. or you, You're not going to be able to tune your body how you want it. You're not going to be able to stay on that diet that you paid all this money for or anything. It doesn't matter what you eat, okay? If you just look at food as fuel and what, what your body's going to – your body tells you what you need. I know when right. I need carbs because I, I don't eat carbs at all, Harley. I know when I'm my body – when my body tells me I need carbs, I'll go eat some carbs. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to do this because it's going to mess up your blood work or it's going to mess up whatever it may be. Um, but do what, just feed your body how your body tells you what to feed your body what it wants. It tells you what it wants all the time. 
Yeah. So what about the juicing versus the uh, just eating it? So, so I juice every morning. So I have a, you know, a green juice every morning. And, and I've always wondered, is that as good for me, better for me, not as yeah. good for me? But it depends how you juice it too, though. So, you know, I, I ask people, the first question I ask is what kind of juice do you have? So I don't, it's a, I don't know. It's like a, it's an expensive one, but it's uh so that's usually pretty good. But I also buy a lot of it, like, you know, like a, at a, at a fresh type uh, grocery okay. store. They use some high pressure, I don't know what they call it, some high pressure deal. Yeah. And that's how they make the juice. And it, and it, it, most of them aren't any good. Like I'm okay. about to make juice. I'm about to make juices now for the house. All right. It's going to take me three hours to make these juices. Okay. So the juices that, that you want to, so they have a lot of different juicers. They have some of those high pressure, they'll cost four or 500 bucks, throw it in, boom, blends it up and you know, all that good stuff. The problem is, is when it strains, it's spinning. And that aluminum inside there that's spinning, that's bur- it gets hot. So if it's getting hot, the vitamins and the nutrients, before it gets to the glass, it's dying. It's yeah. burning. You're killing it. You're cooking it. So what I use is a, is a, a juice extractor. So it, it goes real slow. It presses and, it, and, and everything that comes out is all dry pulp. I mean, there's nothing but, and it's dry, literally dry as sawdust. And I'm getting all the nutrients, all the vitamins that I need out of this juice. And I can hold those juices for up to 72, I mean, up to to a whole entire week. And they'll still be fresh, just like I pressed them. Those juices that you're getting out of those blender thingies, that's- Yeah, I don't do the blender thingy. Yeah. Mine's the same way. It goes in this little bag I put over here and it's dry. I mean, you can pick it up and it's dry as can be. Yeah. Yep. And, and yep. And, but it's, 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 it, so this is where I learned using one of those. I gain more weight because of the sugar. Don't ask me, I, don't ask me and, and, and had it tested as well. Um, and then the ones with the fresh press, it's less sugar. I don't know if it was from the heat. Could nobody tell me anything? Um, I'm not going to say I don't trust nutritionists and all these people, but these people kept giving me all these different answers. So I was like, okay, y'all don't know anything. Y'all don't know why this is that, okay? Uh, but yeah, man, those fresh press ones, man, you you'll get you get more bang for your buck. I guarantee okay. you, it won't separate as much because yep. if you hold them, they'll separate completely. And if the 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 clearer it is when it's separated, the less nutrients saved were saved from when you were um, extracting that. If that got it. Sense. So when I look at it in a bottle, sometimes yeah, it goes to the bottom like inch or two is like yep. dark green, and then the yep. top's like a light yellow or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the extractor ones won't do that. Uh, or if they do do that, uh, they won't, it, it, it just lasts longer and they taste better. Yeah. And you just get more bang for your buck, to be honest. Yeah. With you. Yeah. I well, mean, the little one pager they got sitting out where I buy a lot of them is talking about how phenomenal it is compared to what they used to do. So I don't know. So I think, here, here's what I think. It's better than not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's better yeah. than not eating vegetables and better than just eating whatever. Right. Well, Having one of those, two or three of those a day. If you're drinking, it's getting to your bloodstream much quicker than when you're digesting it through your body. To be okay. honest with you, I'd rather drink okay. it than, than, you know. Eat a whole plate of vegetables. I honestly would. Tastes a hell of a lot better. <laughs> well, in my closing comments here, man, any any uh, habits, rituals you think that you'd like either one yourself that you do or something you see like a Dustin Johnson type do that's day in, day out without miss to help for success? Well, eat right and don't miss any meals. You miss meals? You get grumpy, you get angry, you make bad decisions. I, I think mm. if you don't eat right, your brain ain't working right, and you ain't gonna make the right proper decisions. Yeah. And that's just one hundred percent fact. Uh, yeah. You ever been hungry on the golf course? 
It ain't good. I get hangry. <laughs> right. So that's in, in, in the boardroom as well. You could be sitting there, whatever, what have you. I mean, it's, it's either way. You, you wake up, you wake up for success. Just make sure you fuel your body and the rest is up to you. You know, the rest I like is God and however else, you know, however you live in your life. You know what I'm saying? And I assume that that habit of eating clean and eating healthy and all that stuff, that probably plays a bigger role into our physical than even just the exercise. Fair? Dude, I don't work out as – wait till you see these before and afters of some of these things of people not even working out that much. Just doing yep. some walking and, and, and six months they're shedding. It's just, it's just how you eat. I mean, you might eat five, six times a day. But right. if you're eating five, six times a day, you are doing right. Okay? Right. You know, whether it's a juice or a snack or a meal in between those breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're doing right. Okay? I like Anybody it. else, catch up. That's awesome. Well, Chef Michael per- Parks, your uh, your book's coming out, hopefully what, before the Masters? Or right I around want the it Masters? to be before the Masters, but you know, the publishers, that's all on them, man. You know, once that's it right. gets out of my hands, man, that's all on, on the boys with the suits. All right. So what's uh, what you're talking about, how to fuel a champion and what all is going to be in that book? Well, how to fuel a champion and not just how to fuel a champion, but how to fuel the average person. Like I said, I'm going to have uh, regular people in there and I'll talk about different uh, – whether it's fueling for weight to gain weight, because I'm working with some athletes now that need to gain some weight. So yep. I'm going to fuel them healthy. There's healthy ways to gain weight, and there's uh, bad ways to gain weight. I can talk about a, a subject that's in the, in, the, um, in the tour right now that I'm actually terrified for the way they, that he's gaining his weight. So oh, yeah. you got to be careful. you got to be careful because you can get diabetes and you can, you can get uh, diabetes and hit you just like a ton of bricks. And Well, yeah, and, that, and we can, we can, if you want to get off this because of your role and where you're at, but you think about that and look how he did at the Masters. He's talking about I'm dizzy, I'm lightheaded, I'm all this stuff. And I thought, I don't know what you know, but I'm thinking to myself, man, how much of that has to do with the diet and what you're putting your body through? He's about to go through some changes here uh, real soon, man. I'm just yeah. saying, I, I've been telling my guys and we're looking at it and the more and more I'm seeing them and I'm seeing how he's developed between me and the fitness guys around me and we're making comments and seeing his, seeing the growth. It's just, it's just not smart. It's just not smart on what what you, what, he, what what he's consuming and what he's yeah. putting in his body and and I I pray that he does not get injured because if he does he's going to be three four hundred pounds. Yeah, no, you're right, man. You're absolutely right. And well, Michael, I, this has been awesome. I uh, what were you gonna say? Sorry. No, nah, I just like you know all you, you, you know you hear these commentators on TV hyping this shit. I'm not saying shit. I'm sorry. Hyping <laughs> this up. Because it's making me angry, man. You hyping these kids to get all to to Free get down. all huge and big, and then what? It, it's not for everybody. That thing is not. That's not healthy. What this guy is doing, it's not healthy yeah. at all. And I and I and it drives me nuts that these these commentators out here praising this like it's the new thing in golf. Just swing. There's a there's a guy. What's the guy from Italy? Fratelli. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, guy, this guy's hitting it just as long as he is. Right. And he's skinny. He's, he's, he's about Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. if you think it, that's what it's going to take for you to get 300 pounds and, and swell up to hit the ball, then go yeah. right in and, and be yeah. my guest. But it's not smart. No, no. no. Be lean and mean like Dustin, man. He looks like yeah. a beast. And he's still a beast. And this dude, put 10 balls on that driving range down the middle. I guarantee it, DJ, I'll drive him every time. Yeah. Love it. Down Love middle. your passion, man. Right. Love your passion. It was awesome being Thanks, with Brad. you. You ever get down – if I get down there to Florida or you get up here to uh, – 
St. Louis area, man. Let's play some golf. Hey, man, you come down here. I'll take you to Jordan's, and we'll we'll have a we'll have a hell of a day out of it. All right, let's do it, man. Hey, right, great man, being with you. you. All right, thanks, man. Nice meeting you. You too. Bye bye. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.